This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show live every weekday morning right here on the board YouTube channel. And we're back after six straight profitable days on this show. You guys have been tailing the picks. You've been cashing in over the last six shows on either side of the NBA All-Star break. But nonetheless, we're having success here in the month of February. Let's try and keep it going today as well. There's two free picks on the way and a bonus big SGP if we can hit 50-plus likes on the stream today. We got one loaded up, waiting to go here at the end of the show, if we can hit that milestone. So again, if you have been enjoying the picks, enjoying the show, make sure you do hit the like button to support the channel. And for weekday shows like this, every weekday morning, 9.45 a.m. Eastern time or so, make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. All right, let's do this and get into the plays for today. Just double checking in on all of the odds to make sure everything is ready to go. And I think that we are in position here to give out the plays here. So for the first bet, we are going to be going to Caesar Sportsbook for a player prop. We have on a just straight up player prop. First of all, we're going to Jalen Brunson on an under 31 and a half points. You can get this for minus 111 again at Caesars as the New York Knicks host the New Orleans Pelicans in our second play we are going to be going to the Boston Celtics as they host the 76ers for an SGP here we're going to be taking Tobias Harris once again we're going under 18 and a half points but we're going to pair that with Chris Depp's Porzingis 15 plus points and we can get that from minus 115 if you have access to ESPN bet you can also play this over there for a slightly better price on this one but we'll play it at the widely available option which is DraftKings all right let's hand it over to Pitts the first time today go back to that first play here and talk about Jalen Brunson against the Pelicans so for Brunson uh back-to-back game after a huge minutes last night against the Detroit Pistons he scored 35 against the worst defense in the league so now, in back-to-back, after huge minutes, he's going back against the best defense of pick-and-roll ball handler. And let's just show up how huge correlation for Jalen Brunson. With, this is Jalen Brunson against top 18 uh, pick-and-roll ball handler defense. As we can see, he's under in 20 out of 23. And first on the graph shows a game against the Pelicans and the game where he scored only 14 points. He averaged only 23.6 uh, points against teams above average in, in pick-and-roll ball-handed defense, and Pelicans are number one pick-and-roll ball-handed defense, the best pick-and-roll ball-handed defense in the league. Second part of this is just showing how huge correlation for, for, for Branson is. So this is Branson below against below average pick-and-roll defense, and he is over 59% of the time and average 32.6 points a game, which is nine points difference, uh, nine point difference on, on average against good and bad pick and roll defenses. So the, 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 one of the 
highest correlations in, in the entire league. So we can go uh, up to the next one uh, for, for Jalen Brunson. Uh, he, so this is Jalen Brunson play types and defense of uh, uh, Pelicans. He's shooting 50% of his shot from the mid-range. As we can see, uh, Pelicans are third uh, and sixth lowest uh, allowed mid-range shots, short mid-range and long mid-range shots in the in the league. So also difficult matchup. And as we can see, below they are number one pick and all both in their defense. On top of that, he'll getting Herb Jones cover probably. So that's one of the most difficult in the leagues. And I expect double teams thrown at him whenever he tries to run a pick and roll. And he scores 35% of his points in pick and rolls. Even other spots like free throws, he'll score in 70%. They are average there. Spot up, he won't have much spot up opportunities without Randall. He's heavy on ball. So yeah, isolation and handoffs is also won't work. So great to bet under Brunson in difficult matchup on a back-to-back -back game. All right, so there we have it. Lots of info in regards to Jalen Brunson under 31 and a half points, but uh, a compelling case to go with the under today. And unders, uh, as we said in yesterday's show, have done very, very well on the show this season, hoping to keep that going with his first play, but also uh, half of his second play here, which is in that Sixers and Celtics game. Uh, as I said earlier, it is Tobias Harris under 18 and a half points. And Chris Tepsling is 15-plus points. Minus 115 at DraftKings, but again, a little bit better at ESPN Better that's available in your region. But, Pips, talk to us about the matchup here and why you like both of these parts of the SGP. Uh, yeah, and uh, Tobias Harris is not performing well uh, over the last couple of games. He has six straight unders, even though it's like not that great, not that difficult of a matchups against Dallas Mavericks, against Golden State Warriors against Wizards, against Bucks. All four were way better matchups than the one tonight against the Boston Celtics. And he averaged only 18.8 points. Yeah, he's struggling. And since return from the from the injury, 7, 15, and 8, he looked terrible against the Knicks and the Bucks, and not great even against the Cubs. Maybe he scored 15. So yeah, against the Boston Celtics, high probability of a blowout, difficult cover. Uh, yeah, I expect this to be another, another struggling game for Tobias Harris. And part on the Krista Porzingis, uh, as you showed on the graphics, last 26 games, uh, 24 overs, uh, average 22.4 points. I'll probably bet it straight on over 19 and a half, but I think it's a highly likely, highly Highly probability of a blowout here, so I'm going with safe option. That's 15 plus. And beat is out, and uh, Reed can can hold his own against the against the Pista Porzingis. They will Nurse will probably put a lot of pressure on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, which will open up some spots for Pista Porzingis. And Pista Porzingis is left alone against the Reeds inside, like no chance where it can stop him and. Uh, yeah, I just expect big game for Krista Porzingis. He's usually playing big minutes first and third quarter. So even if it's a blowout, he should still be up to like 28 minutes, which should be enough to cover 15 plus points here. And and you have the last 26 games where he's hit 24 times here in the graph. 
And that the two that he didn't hit, it looks like they were 14 point games. So yeah, uh, he's yeah. either right there or he's yeah. going over. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's it without any filters like for defenses and yeah. like this for uh, every game. This is a very positive matchup. Yeah, because if you look like any similar type of player against the against shooting big against the Spurs and Sixers did great. Turner, Wembenyama, Towns, Holgram all hit like almost season highs against him against them and even Porzingis himself had 29 points even when Embiid was playing. So as I said, we have a big SGP bonus play waiting in the background. If we can get to 50 likes on the show today, we will uh, add that on to this to the bets for today on the show. We're 11 likes away from that point. So let's get up to that number. We got a little bit more time to get there as well. So uh, if you haven't liked yet, make sure you do so. Let's go to the recap of the previous day's plays here as I pull it up. And it was another winning day on the show. Uh, Sweat free as well. We took um, some lower lines for the players or some higher lines in one respect. But it was a winning day. Uh, Sabonis goes well under his 21 and a half point line that we had. Keegan Murray goes well, well, well over his 10-plus point line. Uh, he ends with 28 in this one, so a win. Um, yeah, feels like maybe could have even done more with this one, but a win is a win. That makes it six straight profitable days on the show. Uh, yeah, Pips, what's been clicking in the last little period for yourself, betting-wise? Yeah, I'm just moving uh, more to the underside. We are betting unders. Unders are doing great. Even like, like we are doing way better now, but ours are still doing kind of saying something very like 55% of the range. So, yeah, obviously, finding a good under is much more difficult because there are not stats that support unders. There are not many stats. So, you need to count on blowout, you need to count on, on, on injury, possible uh, foul trouble, poor shooting night. So, when we find a good bet, it usually works great. So, Lately, it's been going well. Uh, so I didn't know this. This was this game was too late for my taste. But Sabonis had 12 at the half on pace for uh, 24. I think he ended with 14. So I'm not sure what went down in the yeah. second half. What was the difference yeah. in defense? Well, last time we bet Sabonis, he, he he had like six points in the first half. So he was on pace for 12 points and ended up at 19 and leaving us with a hook. So like... The, the, that stuff on face, like he hit uh, three from three to start the game, and then obviously, like that's not sustainable for the rest of the game. So, yeah, I, I mean, looking at looking at it like this is not the right approach to look stuff. Like he made some difficult shots and some lucky bounces early into the game, so that's not sustainable for the rest of the game. I wasn't that much worried even at the halftime because the defense was they, they played good defense on him, and it was just like waiting for him to miss some shots he did in the second half and that's it yeah and uh we have four likes to go for the 50 plus we're talking about the sacramento kings here because it was a feature they were a feature on the bet um kind of want to gauge your opinions on the kings they were so successful in the regular season last season in a difficult western conference uh finishing as a three seed got bounced in the first round of the playoffs this year still a good record 33 and 24 right in the mix to be a top five seed in the West doesn't look like realistically a, a home playoff seed is attainable this season. But do you think that this Kings team is still on the rise? Like how, where do you think is the max that this core can produce with Sabonis, Fox, Murray, and the others around it? Uh, yeah, they are 
problem with them is that they are not deep enough for for the playoff run. Like Sabonis, Fox, and you never know what you're gonna get from Puerto Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, and Malik Monk. So when teams are doing great against Sabonis and Fox, like Miami usually does, like who great against ball handlers, great against the bigs, they are like waiting for guys like Harrison Barnes, Huerta and Murray to like take over the game. And Keegan Murray did, Huerta, Barnes and Monk had poor game. So no one like, yeah, it's, it's difficult. Like when you limit their pick and roll the game, it's, it, it's very, it, they are beatable. Like you just limit their two, like, their pick and roll game is like the best part of it. Like they have Sabonis and Fox one and five. If you just crowd inside and let other guys shoot, you can win against them. A game against them, even though like Keegan Murray, unbelievable games in the first game against the Miami and in the second game against the Miami, they they they, they were flat short because their best players were limited. So yeah. I think they, they 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 miss some 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 depth in in the, in, the, in their squad because like as I said, Barnes is not a third guy. Huerta is not he's so much hot and cold. Uh, Keegan Murray is terrible away, great at home. They won't have home court advantage in the playoffs. Yeah, I just think they are not deep enough to 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 make a big run. Like they, they don't have third great third player, great fourth player. So yeah, I think that's the the issue there. Like, well, uh, I yeah. guess we'll have to see if they can keep building on this current team. But it'll be difficult yeah. to do so without a lot of free agency pull, maybe draft picks if they want to make a big splash, which I guess they're fully capable of doing. So yeah. that'll be I the think difference they're, there. They're, they're top. Like they have like Fox, uh, Sabonis, Keegan Murray, and Monk as the six men of the bench. But where they're in bars, they need to they make improvements there. Yeah, agreed. I, they could probably package Barnes with some picks yeah. and move off of that. I, I maybe get like a, a, a key like fourth player to that team. But I think current state, yeah, it's fun for the Kings. I mean, they haven't been a winning team for like my entire life. <laughs> and now they had like two very good seasons in a row, it looks like. Their but... bench is like Trey Lyles, Chris Duarte, and Darian Mitchell. Like, yeah, that's they not need to. Uh... Just continue to upgrade. But uh, I wonder if they'll try to capitalize on this core and make that big splash. I think um, it would be in their best interest to do so and just kind of keep the team at that high level. But uh, I think we're at 49 likes here. I think um, we, we had enough unfortunate hooks in the show this season that I'll say let's 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 make this one a positive one and say let's just go into the big SGP here. If you haven't liked yet, make sure you do so. If you're watching back later on, you can still like the stream because it helps us out with our future content and getting it out to more people, especially if you're telling the plays. That absolutely deserves a like. Pips puts in a lot of hard work behind the scenes to get these plays out. Let's get into the play that we have here. It is in the Jazz and the Hawks game, and go to our .75 unit big SGP. So uh, sometimes we go with the half unit. Today it's not as big as it has been on other days, so it's going to be uh, uh, .75 units. Uh, obviously play whatever you want to play, but this is what we recommend. Plus 210 at BetMGM to get John Collins 12-plus points, not 21-plus points. I'll fix that. Um, my goodness. If it was John Collins 21-plus points, it'd be a lot bigger than uh, just a simple plus 210. Uh, also featuring in this play, along with a John Collins 12-plus, is Colin Sexton 15-plus points. 
Bogdan Bogdanovich, 15 plus points, and DeJounte Murray over six and a half assists. So I'll fix the graphic here. But uh, what are you seeing in this matchup between the Jazz and the Hawks that makes you like this one today? Yeah, I mean, this is a great matchup for both. Uh, high pace for defense, both sides. This could be something like a 250-point game. I'll start with the Hawks. Uh, Trae Young is out. Dejounte Murray over this uh, average nine assist a game without Trae Young, 16 potential assist average over these games, and now gets the best matchup in the league for the assist. Utah has a lot of the most assist to opposing point guards over the last 30 games. We had uh, Steph Curry over air rebounds and assist, uh, and he cleared an assist alone, if you remember, against the Jazz. So we are going to Dejounte Murray. Jazz are allowing the second most uh, threes in the entire league. So Bam Bogdanovich now getting the prime spot, the starting spot over Trey Young and without Trey Young. He cleared this line in every game without Trey Young and now gets the best matchup possible there the, against the team that allow a lot of spot up and a lot of threes. He's cooking the entire season. So he'll continue best shooter on the, in the game. Uh, now going to the part of the, the part of the, Utah Jazz, we have John Collins. First game back against the Hawks after trade, after spending whole career time. He spoke about press conference. He is more than ready for this game. His type of players did great in the entire season against the Hawks, poor defense. And this is probably the best possible play types we ever seen this season for, for a player. He scores most. Mostly, we have spot up, pick and roll, roll man, transition, and putbacks. Hawks are ranked bottom five in, in all four of these. So, <laughs> insane matchup. And he scores 51% of the points at the rim as a bonus. And Hawks are second worst rim defense. So, yeah, all along, great, great matchup for, for Collins. And Sexton, part of this is he is insane. Like, uh, his uh, form is not stopping. He is just continuing uh, scoring uh, insanely. So over the last two months, I think he covered this line, like 95% of the games. Like there, like over the last 23 games, he covered it in 21 out of the 23. And one came at the 14 points, which is insane. Average 22 points and now gets the prime time matchup against the Hawks. High paced, poor rim defense. And he's a mainly a driver and getting to the free throw line and scoring inside. So yeah, I love it for for like I couldn't decide from any of these players to go for a single bet. So I could created a big AGP because everything makes sense. I even made bigger 0.75 units in this because of the, I think this is one of the best semi-game palace we had so far this is. So you never know when a big SGP will turn up on the show. Um, I mean, usually Pips doesn't even know when it'll turn up until he, he's looking for bets and finds one right before the show. So the best way to stay updated on this sort of thing is to have notifications on and check out all the episodes or follow us on Twitter at the board HQ. I'll make mention of a big SGP and if it's coming on Twitter when the show does go live. Uh, question for more so for myself here, actually, than, more than anything. Uh, I'm kind of curious about DeJounte Murray. I know you don't like him as a player. I don't really particularly like him either as a player. However, how do you think his role is going to change for the Hawks with Trey Young out for a month or so? And do you think this is going to benefit Murray playing in a different role, perhaps? Yeah, I'll just, I can go on a rant here because a couple <laughs> of days ago, 
some profiles on Twitter with like 100, with 100,000 followers, 100k followers that that are cappers, were debating me saying Dejounte Murray is better than Trey Young, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like Dejounte Murray is one of the most overrated players in the league, putting up empty stats, not playing defense whatsoever. I tagged you in in that one of the yeah, yeah. craziest stuff you you ever seen. Like went from a all NBA defensive player four years ago to the one of the worst guard defensive players in the league. Very negative on defense because he gambles a lot. So overall, <laughs> I don't like uh, Dejounte Murray. I think everyone knows that. I think he is very inefficient, uh, big number guy. His assist are even inefficient because he doesn't create much. Like shot quality he creates on his assist is like similar to pull up shooting and nothing nothing compared to Trey Young. Uh, so efficiency not compared to Trey Young, shot creation, playmaking, nothing is compared to Trey Young. So yeah, I'll I would be interesting to see how Hawks function going forward. They finally have a hunter back. So now they can have some size on like on the wings to some defense. But Capella is coming back from the injury of Congo is out. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how how Hawks look going forward. But Dejounte Murray will put some big numbers like he always does, while not contributing much to a wing. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. If if you I guess if you haven't watched Murray in a while, or you're just kind of remembering his San Antonio Spurs day, uh, he is the classic kind of living off reputation player. Mm-hmm. Not as much anymore. People are starting to clue in here, and it's becoming more apparent and Noel known that Murray is no longer a good defender. But yeah, he's, he's still kind of living off that reputation from the Spurs days as this elite defender. He, he's just simply not that anymore. And as you said, he doesn't con- contribute to winning basketball, really. Um, I, I don't know if it was quite like empty stats when he was on the Spurs. I mean, maybe it's a bit easier to put your numbers up on a not-so-great team, but he was genuinely a good player on the Spurs for a while. Um, not enough for the Hawks to have I given away say, what they did, but he's not the same player. I would say on Spurs, yeah, he was better on defense, but his rebounding and assisting was all still mostly empty stats. His scoring was empty stats because he put good number, like 20 points a game, but it's on like 52, 53% through shooting, which is way below league average. He doesn't get to the line. He doesn't shoot a good volume on threes, and he's just shooting contested mid-range shots for almost half of his career. You don't want that shot, and he can't create anything because people don't respect him. Like, if you look at the Hawks with Trey Young, Young getting double team blitz, the, the trap opening up for everything for everyone else. And you, when you have the John Temari, teams are like gladly willing to take him shooting, like they are not bothered by him one percent. Never seen anyone double team or blitz the John Temari in the entire career. So, yeah, I just, yeah, completely like yeah. I, I, I don't like the John Temari. Yeah, the, the Raptors so. played uh, against the Hawks recently, and basically, if Murray was open, it was just like. Go ahead, go ahead, do go ahead and shoot it if you want. We're not really worried about that. Um, yeah, he had. Uh, he, someone said I, I, that's the part of the debate. Uh, he's improved three point shooter. Yeah, he is because he's playing next to Trey Young, and he gets yeah, wide open and left open in every possession almost. So yeah, he sucks. He was zero from four in the game against the Raptors, 
and yeah. he was left wide open almost every possession. <laughs> He'd say. Well, uh, trouble with Atlanta. We'll see how they mitigate the storm without Trey Young. They currently occupy that final play in position. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets aren't really making a push. The Raptors all of a sudden are making a push. I don't. I don't want that spot. By the way, I, I prefer the Raptors kind of trended downwards. But uh, somebody has to finish tenth. It might be the Hawks. It might be the Raptors. It might be the Nets. It, it might be somebody else. <laughs> Last night, probably played one of the best games of the season. So. Yeah, comfortably. Um, outstanding yeah. both ends of the court for the Raptors yesterday. I, I don't know what is going on with this team right now, but uh, something is clicking. And yes, a pizza party for the Raptors, finally winning their uh, uh, three games in a row for the first time this season. It only took them 58 games to do so. So a, a little bit embarrassing for the team, I think. But hey, uh, we'll see. We'll see where they go. Again, for me, I kind of prefer to lose these games. Anyways, let's go to the recap of our show today. That will pretty much do it. There's two plays plus the bonus big SGP for you guys to tail if you would like. Today, we have Jalen Brunson under 31.5 points from minus 111 odds at Caesars. That is in the Pelicans and Knicks games. Uh, we don't get a, a lot of criticism on uh, the unders anymore. People seem to be coming around to them, which is great to see. Uh, the 76ers and Celtics game, we have a minus 115 bet at DraftKings on the SGP for Tobias Harris under 18.5 points and Chris Stats Porzingis 15 plus points. Final play is that big SGP. We're going at three quarters of a unit plus 210 at BetMGM to get John Collins 12 plus points, Colin Sexton 15 plus points, Bogdan Bogdanovich 15 plus points, and DeJounte Murray over six and a half assists. Thanks so much, everybody, for watching. Thanks so much, everybody who supported. And hit that like button if you haven't done so already. You stuck around to the end or you're tailing the picks. Make sure you do hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Keep up to date. You never know when a big SGP will be out, but it's easier to know with the notification bell hit as well. Me and Pips will be back here. Same time, same place tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you again soon.